Care Bear Countdown. It's the Self Care Bear Club. Here we are, my friends. What is up, party people? Thank you for being here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You are taking time for you right now by listening to me. And my one and only mission is to simplify self-care so you can overcome self-doubt, shame, fear, anything that is no longer serving you and live your best life. So today, we are making peace with our inner critic. Oh, that lovely inner critic. Just when I think I've made peace with that bitch, she comes back swinging hard. So what is your inner critic? It is that voice inside your head, subconscious, unconscious, maybe super conscious now that you're so self-aware, that is always putting you down. It is telling you, you cannot do it. You are not good enough. You are not worthy. You won't make it. It's actually trying to protect you because you have quote unquote failed in the past or somebody has told you these things that are not truths that you cannot do something or you, yeah, you, you will never be successful. You are too fat. You're too thin. You're too ugly. You're too loud. You're too crazy. You're too emotional. Insert any words here that apply to you, to you, right? It can be very personal and it can be very individual. And your inner critic is not you. Is this thing on? I will repeat, your inner critic is not you. Note to self, Care Bear, your inner critic is not you. So it's important that we separate ourselves from this voice, from this voice, right? It is not you. It is not you. You heard this from someone else at some point in your life, whether it was a direct quote, they said it to you straight up, you suck, um, or it's stuff you gathered subliminally, right? Maybe multiple people, your older brother, your parents, your second cousin, your shitty first boyfriend, your shitty second boyfriend, your best friend, your biggest enemy, the kids at school, anybody, anybody can contribute to this voice, your inner critic, right? So it's important to remember that this isn't an idea that you had. And it's really not. It's really not. I'm so influenced by others. If you're like an empath, you probably have struggled throughout your life to separate yourselves from others. Um, that is me to a T when other people are feeling something or saying something, I have continuously like taken it as truth for my whole entire life and clearly not no more, but you are not alone. If this is you also, you are not alone. So remind yourself that this inner critic came from external circumstances. You don't even have to pinpoint where, because Dr. Joe Dispenza says that that's really not helpful to find out that information that the change doesn't happen from there, right? You have to create the change. If it's helpful for you to know, you can trace it back to who it is. You know, I definitely have made a list in my mind and it's, it's fine to be aware of that, but then taking control and not playing the victim as you move forward, right? So you can maybe 
name this inner critic. That is helpful, right? You can literally give this inner critic a name. So the more you become aware of your negative self-talk, like this inner critic hates you, right? They're like, we just don't like you. We just don't want you to succeed. And so once you slowly start realizing how much negativity you are speaking to yourself unintentionally, most of the time, you, it'd be helpful to give it a name. So you can give it a name. Uh, if this is a very specific person in your life that like really had a negative influence on you, call it Tammy. Uh, or you can just make up a really silly name to like really knock you know, just make it silly, basically take away its power. So I was thinking of a name for mine and I've already forgotten it, which is great, which is so me. Um, <laughs> what did I name it? Uh, oh, ooh, I don't know if I should tell you, but you know, I don't lie around here. So I named mine Gabby. There's been a few Gabbies in my life that um I loved dearly I love dearly but I picked up some pretty gnarly habits from them and again it's not their fault I could have been a strong woman who took care of herself and did not let others influence me but so anyways I named it Gabby <laughs> so any Gabbies that are listening I love you I really really do and it's probably not you if you're listening. So <laughs> uh, anyways, give it a name. And next time you hear that bitch in your head saying, you're the worst, you can't do it, blee blue, blah, 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 or she's lying, or she's scheming, or she's stabbing you in the back, you just say, listen, Helga, listen, Betty Boopinator, you are not me. That's all you gotta say. You are not me. That's a simple place to start. You are not me. Or you can even thank them. Thank you. Thank you for your input. But I'm going to go over here and try this instead. Now, the key is to remember that this is a practice and that this will take some getting used to and you will forget and you will forget some more and then you'll remember and then you'll remember and then it'll be a habit and then you might forget again, but then you'll remember. So you have realized that these inner criticisms were not yours. Your source is always loving you. Always, always like a ridiculously amount. So, and that's why they feel so bad when you're thinking them, right? Because there's such a disconnection from you and who you really are. You feel so bad. This is just not the truth. You can't feel good when you're not living in truth. So now you've given your hater a name, right? You can even call it hater. You're a fucking hater. Get out of here. Mm. and then yeah there's no set order here you gave your hater a name you've realized it's not you um so then we can detach from this right giving it a name helps you detach then we want to detach from the i am statements or maybe before that we should notice how we speak to ourselves and pick pick the one that resonates most with us, right? So I realized recently some of us speak in first person, some of us speak to ourselves in third person. I do it 
both a lot, but I, when I listen to affirmations, you know, on repeat or kind of when I'm sleeping or when I'm saying them to myself, you are versus saying I am, you are has such more of a emotional effect on me. Like I can feel my body respond to it, uh, much more aggressively. That's not the right word, but it responds more to the words you are. So if I'm saying my affirmations, like you are awesome, you are lovely, you are this, or versus when my inner critic is going crazy, it's like, you're lazy, you're a piece of shit, you're just going to fuck up again. Um, So that sort of thing. Or you might notice you talk to yourself more in the I am, and you're always saying, I am lazy, I'm so lazy, I'm so fat, I'm so worthless. I'm so bad at my job. I am never going to get it right. I'm never going to do this or that. So most people use combos of them, but figure out which one resonates with you more. So then you can start doing the opposite of criticizing and you can start lovingly using those affirmations. Again, I recommend a combo, see what works. I like to listen to both and repeat both to myself. But remember, you are awesome and you are anything you want to be. So we've got to flip the script and then we've got to detach from our emotions and from the I am statements. So this one's been one I've been working on. It's just a practice. It's it's hard. You just have to kind of step in and remember again, you can work on journaling as well. But instead of saying, I am lazy, I am nothing, I am stupid. I am the worst. I am whatever it is. Try adding a few words in there and detaching again, remembering these are emotions. These are criticisms that somebody else has put in your brain and you're still feeling them. So that's fine. And we want to feel them. We don't want to ignore them or suppress them but feeling them in a way where they are separate from you and your inner being. You can say, I am feeling lonely. I am feeling scared. I am experiencing sadness. I am experiencing laziness, right? So when you add those few words, it kind of softens it, right? It changes your perception a little bit, your perspective, and it separates you from all these things that you think you are. Again, this is a very hard one for me. I like thrive on like my heart on my sleeve. Like that's me. I'm emotions. Carrie is a care bear. You know what I mean? And that's great and all, but you are so much more than that. And you don't have to identify with all of these feelings. It's a lot to hold on to. Oh, it's a lot to hold on to. So let them go. And remember, it's something that you are experiencing and it will not last forever. Even the good ones, they don't last forever either. So there's been this whole wave that I've been riding recently where I've just kind of been living like in the middle and it's like very peaceful, but also like kind of boring sometimes. Then also like my brain's like a little bit nagging, but not like overly so. And anyways, (laughs) I'm experiencing that right now. So just remember, it's going to go up. It's going to go down. It's going to go all around. And your inner critic will never stop. 
Never, ever, 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 ever. So even if you're doing all this work, you might be like, oh, well, fuck it. I'm not going to do all that work now. No, it does get more peaceful. It does. You make friends with your inner critic, right? And when it shows up, you recognize it. You recognize it, which is all we're ever asking for. That's the most we can hope for. And it really does feel good when you can recognize it and separate yourself from it. Give it a name. Fuck you, Gabby. I know you are a lying bitch. <laughs> she was a lying bitch. I hope you're okay, by the way, Gabby. Um, mm, it's a story for another day. <laughs> so you cannot let this inner critic stop you from action. It wants to stop me all the time. It's like something as stupid as like, don't post that Instagram video. Or like, why would you think that you know what you're talking about. Well, because I fucking do. I've lived it and I've spent 13 years now being a coach, a jazzercise instructor, a health influencer. And I still don't believe that's who I am most days. (laughs) People tell me, people praise me and point being, you just got to do the work and take the actions even when you don't feel worthy, I guess. Yeah. And this is not saying take action, just action, 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 inspired action. I take actions that I feel are inspired and that will uplift and help others. And it's always the inner critic that comes back. Like when I'm taking the action, you know what I mean? So when I'm going to post a video or when I'm going to make a podcast or when I'm going to ask for your support, it's like, Oh, don't do that you're not worthy of people's support. Who, who do you think you are? Self-care bear, you know? And then I just go, Hey, thanks Gabby, but you're wrong. You're wrong. I know who I am. And I know that as long as I help one person a day that I am doing a okay. Right? So don't let your inner critic stop you from taking action. Maybe it's something different for you. Maybe your inner critic does not want you to go to the gym because you're scared of what you look like, of the people at the gym judging you. You don't like group workouts, whatever the case may be. Do not let it stop you from being the healthiest version of yourself, right? Still go to the gym. And then notice how you feel afterwards. Notice how you feel when you we're stronger than that inner critic, right? It feels fucking good. And the more you do it and the more consistent you stay with whatever it is, that inner critic will get quieter and quieter and quieter and calmer. She'll still veer her ugly head out from time to time, but you will be strong and you will have the tools to be like, and just cut that bitch down. Well, you don't have to cut her down. You can learn to love her too. I realized I was in the Slytherin house, if you didn't know very long ago and uh it's something I I like secretly knew my whole life and that's why I never identified with any of the other Hogwarts houses but it was a little shocking at first I didn't love it I didn't love it because my inner critic was like oh they're the worst blee blue blah 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 and I had to learn to love my true colors (laughs) my snake-like tendencies um Slytherins are very ambitious by the way, and they're very determined. And so there are some very good qualities about them. And Harry Potter could have been in Slytherin. And uh, remember, life is what you make it. And 
I choose to use those redeeming qualities to spread the light, right? So the darkness, without the darkness, we could not revel in the light. So speaking of light, all comes back to focusing on the good, right? Law of attraction. The more you focus on the good and what you're doing right, we need to celebrate these little wins. So if you go to the gym, I went to the gym, wahoo. Even if you didn't feel like it was the best workout in the world, right? You can't have the best workout in the world every fucking day. You can't write the best poem every fucking day. Like, so celebrate, journal about it. Journal your wins. Maybe start today. Um, I like to end my day. I just kind of do it in my head. Lots of people do this. Jay Shetty, uh, Lewis Howes. Lots of um, pretty admirable people have suggested that you just end your day with three things that went well. It can be as simple as, I did the fucking dishes today. Or, I took a walk today to as grand as, I fucking... uh, painted the Picasso today, right? I led the United States into <laughs> into a peaceful meditation. <laughs> um, whatever you did today, share it with somebody. If you're laying with bed and wait, laying in the bed with somebody at nighttime, that can be like your little good night thing, right? When you're saying I love you, just each share with each other three things that went well for you to that day. No matter how simple, I prefer the simple, you know that. Um, it matters. It'll like just keep these good vibes going. It will it'll quiet that that negative voice that we all fucking have that some days is loud as fucking hell. So focus on the good, focus on the good. Make peace with your inner critic. You can do it. (sighs) You cannot hate yourself enough. Like you really can't into change. You cannot hate yourself into change. So again, good on you for being here, for noticing this inner critic, for separating yourself from it, from wanting to make peace with it because that if you can just even keep coming back to that intention it matters so much that is the reason i started the self-care bear club is because i just realized that while i was doing okay i was doing all right you know i had my ups and downs i struggled with depression and addiction and all of the above i wanted something more i knew there was something more right and I was secretly just hating myself. I didn't want to, but it was the patterns. It's, it's the criticism. It's, it's what I believe, you know, society wants from us to keep us kind of down and not knowing our true superpowers, our true healing powers that we all have, that we all have. We are just like superhumans and we don't even know it. And the power is in the love, my friends. The power is in the love. And it's a constant work in progress. (laughs) Some days, like I said, that inner critic is going to come back strong depending on what you've been through in your life and depending on what you're going through. You know, I mean, real things happen. 
You do feel like a failure sometimes, but you are not failing. If you keep trying, if you keep getting up in the morning, you cannot hate yourself into change. So whatever it is you want to change, know that it comes from loving and accepting yourself no matter what, inner critic included, DUIs included, going to jail included. You have to make peace with where you've been and what you've done to move forward. And sometimes that doesn't mean even looking at it. You know, if you listen to Abraham Hicks, like we don't need to to look at the past. We just need to feel better, find and feel better feeling thoughts from each moment to each moment. So I've been just returning to presence recently. It's so silly that, you know, sometimes it can be so easy and we're on this path and it feels right. And then again, life just takes you, even if nothing's wrong, life just takes you elsewhere and you have to relearn and, and forgive yourself and, and we got to lift each other up. So anyways, I'm like all over in hippy dippy land here, but have you ever noticed that hippies are always happy and they're never concerned with what other people think about them? So just saying there might be something to this hippy dippy land. <laughs> so Anyways, I hope that this was helpful. I know it was helpful and it helped me. So thank you for listening to me as I just constantly remind me, myself, and I, and hopefully you, yourself, and you that it all begins within and we are worthy of making peace with our inner critic. We are so worthy. And yeah, that's all I got today. If you like this episode, please share it with a friend, a family member, anybody. Sharing is caring. And from my heart to yours, I love you. I truly love you and your inner critic. So give that bitch a hug for me. And I'll see y'all both in the next episode. Bye-bye for now. See ya.